Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway Superfans. From Broadway Superfans. Patty. Do you realize that Shuffle Along has been on Broadway almost a week and we haven't seen it? Oh, my God. It's the time of year. It's, like, packed, jam-packed. Oh, my God. We'll get there. The good thing is they do have a rush, so if we are denied, which I'm assuming we will be, we should be able to still see it for a reasonable amount of money before it opens. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I can't – I just – Mm. Oh yeah, I know that you know this because I texted you about it. But did it, but Amber Amon is covering Audra. I know. I was so excited to hear that on Off Book podcast. I I need to see her go on. Mm. I need to see her go on. Well, they were also talking about who's gonna come in for Audra. No, oh I got such a long period of time that to, you know realistically someone's gonna step in. It's not gonna be a cover. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's going to be somebody good. I just don't know who. Oh, God. So, I just... I love spring (laughs) on Broadway. Ugh, it's so great. It's like the best kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a a wealth of riches. Yeah, yeah, A wealth of riches. That's redundant. (laughs) A wealth of... I don't know. I can't think of the phrase I'm trying to say. I feel like, yeah, well, I feel like seeing, because we saw Bright Star this past week, but we're not going to talk about it yet because it's still, it's in its previews. Right, and we'll be seeing the finished product. Yeah, but like seeing that, I was just like, oh shit, we get to see a lot of new musicals. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. But I am also overwhelmed. And uh, Yeah. I- I feel I do feel that feeling where I keep on I feel like I just keep on texting you about shows that we already have tickets to like I think I texted you like five times about whether or not we had tickets to the wildness because mm. I just mm-hmm. can't keep it all straight in my head and then I just get right. scared that I'm gonna miss something yeah but you know that if you miss it the world's not gonna end the world ends yes I know no and maybe something magical happens like um like Rachel York and Betty Buckley do Grey Gardens in LA and you go see them there, even though Wait, you miss them here. Did I mention that I actually have purchased yeah. my ticket? I don't know if you've mentioned it on this podcast. You have mentioned it to me. Well, and I you tweeted about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought, I, uh, I literally went through, like, like I opened up the website and I looked, clicked on, looked at the map of which seats had been sold for every single performance in the entire run besides matinees mm-hmm. because I don't want to see a matinee. No. Um, and I purchased the literal best seat that was still available for any performance. I wonder matinee. what matinee crowds are like in LA. I, I'm, I don't know. I was like nervous. I was like, I don't, I, I, I don't generally like a matinee crowd. I don't know. I would rather have see Have you ever evening. even been to LA? You have, right? Yeah, I went um, 
I went when I was like a teenager once with my mm. youth group, my my Jewish youth group. We went oh. for a weekend. And oh, then well, you, well, here's me being so like, I mean, not that you're close, but it's like, it certainly makes more sense for you to go to LA on a youth group trip than for me to go to LA on a youth right. group trip. Yes. Right. Yes. Because we just like had ha- to... across half the country. Right. Right. <laughs> and I don't, I wish I. I don't, I mean, I have a lot of memories from that trip, but I don't really remember what prompted it. Mm. Because um, I went to D.C. with my my youth group also once hmm. we, and we went to um, a work, sh- or like a weekend convention about like homelessness. Oh. Um, that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, like. We did a lot of cool stuff with my experience. Jewish youth group. Um, but I, yeah, I haven't, I went to LA the last time I was there. I've been there twice. It was that time. And then when I, my older brother went to college there and I went for his graduation. Mm. I hate LA. It's a fucking disgusting piece I'm, of yeah, shit Yeah, I've never city. been there. <laughs> okay. It's awful. It's fucking awful. I mean, it sounds like uh, somewhere I would not like to be, but yeah, I've never no, been there. I fucking hated it. I hated it. It was really, really good that I went when I was a teenager because up until I went when I was like, I was, I think I was a freshman in high school or maybe, maybe it was like in between eighth grade and freshman year or something like that was when we went to LA. And up until that point, I was like, I love New York and LA. I want to be bi-coastal. I want to live in both cities and be an actress. And going to LA made me. There's so many things wrong with that statement. Well, of course, obviously, (laughs) obviously. But yeah, going to LA made me be like, nope, LA is dead. New York forever. LA is garbage. Sorry if you live in LA. Sorry. I don't know if we have any listeners in LA. I don't know. I personally, that city does not agree with me at all. Mm. It's, that may, you have I mean, to have a car. Sense to me. I like walking places. It's yeah. hot. I don't like hot. I don't. I like driving in general, but I don't want to ever have to have the responsibility of owning a car yeah which really new york is the only place i mean not only you can get people do get around without cars everywhere yeah but it's certainly new york is the best yeah i was gonna say it's the best place yeah my sister didn't have a car in seattle for quite some time yeah that's not that bad depending on where you live right well because she was like in seattle proper right Anyway, there's something else that we're missing. We're missing the passion live right now. Oh, no. I am recording it. Really? But I feel like in the... Well, I saw someone tweet about it. Maybe it was Patty Murrin. Uh, She was going to live tweet it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's happening right right now. So I just recorded it. I I can't say if I'll actually watch it. Maybe I'll do it like uh, this, like on Saturday or something, because Saturday is Holy Saturday. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should come over and we can watch it, but only only if you get drunk and I get stoned. I'm not against that. <laughs> or or we could, if we're sober, we only commit to half an hour. If we can't, if it's like really bad, because like it might, I feel like it might be one of those things that we start watching it and it's like the best thing we've ever seen. It's fucking entertaining as shit or it's not. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like not our cup of tea. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. Me either. And I'm not watching it, so who knows? All I saw was one tweet a few minutes ago that someone was like, How like how is this live if there's scenes happening at nighttime and at daytime? Oh. Or something like that. Mm, and then somebody retweeted ret- back at them that that gif of Kathy Bates from American Horror Story where she's saying lies. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good gif. God, Emily, one more thing that just you missed, which, I mean, mm. you have such a fear of missing out that I hate to even bring this up. What? High school Aida. Mm, I'm so jealous. Tell me everything. For the third year in a row, I went to the Frank Sinatra School of the Performing Arts in Astoria, Queens, musical performance. Um, two years ago, it was Little Shop. Last year, it was Rent. Uh, this year, it was Aida. And... Uh, it was my first time seeing Aida. And it oh my was God, great. wait, wait. This was your first production of Aida forever? Yeah. I mean, have you, you only seen know it? The... Besides, like, yeah. did you watch it at the library? Saw it at Stage Door. Oh. What was the, the white girl played makeup? Aida. Ah, okay. Yep. We called it <laughs> Oi Ida because she was Jewish. Oh, I love that. Oh, you guys with your puns. Yep. It was uh, mostly m- mostly white cast. There was a few mm. people of of color in the ensemble. Yeah. But. Well, and what I think about what is interesting about things like that, you talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people of varying backgrounds, racial and otherwise, have different ideas on what they think is okay in an educational setting. Mm. Personally, like, pick a different right. show. Right. I know that. And I think especially, especially if it's about a specific, especially if it's like white people and black people or, or like West Side Story, you know, that's white people and Puerto Rican people. Mm. What I thought was interesting about this Aida, this production of Aida, and again, it's double cast. So I saw the orange cast, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Omneris was a black girl. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Aida was also a black girl. Mm-hmm. Radames was white. Mm-hmm. Um, but the overall ensemble was very, very racially mixed. That's awesome. Um, and, like, the bit parts, you know, were all over the place. Like, uh, the king of Nubia was, um, was Asian. I'm thinking Filipino. I'm sorry if you're not Filipino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe he is. And he's like, oh my God, Patty and Emily are talking about me. <laughs> and like, like, just like every other show there, like, those kids were fucking great. Of course they were. Oh and, you know, God, even, I can't believe I missed it. You know, they're kids, so whatever, whatever the level of their their actual professionalism is, who knows, but like... I would say, I would say that girl who was playing Aida would would not be out of place in a Broadway show. Oh my god, that's amazing! She was so great. Oh my and god, the, I the best part my life. Why did I is miss that this? she she came out for curtain call and was very much like I can't like like not uncomfortable uncomfortable, but in a very like. 
like Sutton Foster, thoroughly modern Millie way of being mm-hmm. like, like guys, I'm just, it's I'm just, just a normal person, <laughs> but not like it's in a Constantine me. Marulis way where he's like these girls, right? Not in a rehearsed like who for me? Are you clapping for me? Mm. No, uh, not that, but in a very like sincere. And she was so good. And Omneris, the girl who played Omneris, and, you know, whatever, again, kids, I'm not going to name any names. Um, she was great, too. Mm. She was so good. And, like, my initial reaction was, again, not seeing it, and my brain didn't process the fact that they're all African people. Because <laughs> you're just thinking, like, Sharon A. Scott and Adam Pascal and Heather Headley. You're thinking like white people and black people, but it's really Egyptian Africans and Nubian right. Africans. Right. So really the whole thing is like fucked up casting wise, the original uh, production. Yep. Um, which obviously I mean, you realize how, but you don't when in American history have Americans cast Egyptian people to play Egyptians? We pretty much Americans fucking love whitewashing Egypt. Yeah, which I feel is like Egypt so... is America's top choice for wa- whitewashing. Like we well, love whitewashing Egypt so much that we forget that it is not white people. Well, yeah, that's absolutely true. And I think what's interesting about that to me is, especially as far as like the gods are concerned, like that terrible movie, The Gods of Egypt. Mm. If you had if you had cast the gods as multi-ethnic, I think I could have forgiven that if you had cast the actual human Egyptian people as Egyptian actors, because that sort of is almost a fantastical element of it. Mm. I mean, at, from watching the preview of that movie, which I saw like a while ago, I was like, you know what I want to see? I want to see like the Egyptian, like I want Egyptian cinema oh, yeah. to make a movie about like John Adams or like fucking oh. anything. Like I was just going to say, fucking I would anything want American to see them make their own movie of the gods. Oh, of well, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> no, but like, I want to see like, if that's America's like fucked up, crazy, fantastical version of like Egyptian mythology. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to like, Bible stories are not American. So I'm like, right. I want you to take something uniquely American yeah. and, and do and give it that treatment. And no, I want to see that. Yeah, I've always thought things like that. Like, I would love to see... I mean, I always thought it would be in, so interesting if I ever had a study abroad chance, which I didn't, but, like, to take an American history class in England. Like, oh. what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, what What would they... And I don't even know if that's a thing that exists, because maybe they're like, we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, know. I would say that it's probably in world history class. Also true, but, you know, then... Like, do you think people in England... Do you think in high school curriculum in England... No, 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 like, not high school. I wasn't... Or, certainly oh, wasn't oh, thinking like in high school, college, but, like, in right, college, right, right, right. yeah, where you have more... studying abroad, right. Yeah, where you have more... You can have more specific, targeted... right. right, right. Um, no, it definitely would be in world history. Cause that's what, you know, I took a world history class that was like, and the rest of it. <laughs> You're like, Oh really? <laughs> oh God, Our educational system is broke. 
Like, I think I got a pretty good public education. Yeah, me too. But there's there's a lot of shit I didn't learn. Yeah, well, I think uh, I, I it's hard for me to judge, too, because I just enjoy learning that a lot of what I didn't learn, I supplemented myself, and it's hard to, to like, separate those two things. Yeah. But Aida. <laughs> Wait, so can I ask, did they yeah. have... Like at the the framing device, how did you like it? Oh, oh, it's great. Yeah, how it's was absolutely set? great. The set was okay. I mean, it was super impressive for high school. I shouldn't right. say it was okay. Right. It was very, you know, they have like fucking flies, right? right like right. you know, how set pieces costumes? coming in and out. Costumes were great. The fashion show in my strongest suit was really great, and you could pretty much you were like each girl got to pick out their their own outfit. Oh, that's amazing. You, you just, like, knew that they were like, this is what I'm going to wear. Hmm. Did you cry? I did cry. Wonderful. I did Did anyone cry. in the cast cry? Any real to your realness? Mm, I don't think I saw any real to your realness. Where were you sitting? I was sitting in, like, the third row. Oh, I fucking hate my life. But it was... <laughs> But it was like, you know, it was, you know, everybody was good, you know. So they're like professional, you know, they're in a performing arts school. Even the the weaker people are going to be the best people in a different school's program. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The guy who played Zo- Zosar, Zoshar, what's his name? I don't know. The bad guy, Jafar, basically. The guy who played Jafar was really, really great. Nice. Um, I mean, I don't know. And so two years ago when we saw Little Shop, it was the last night. And they, so they announced that they were going to do Rent the next year. And I'm really curious what they're going to do next year. Yeah. Because we didn't go on the last night, so I don't know. But Mm. I highly recommend to everyone go see the, you know, because, you know, the Fame High School gets all the glory. Yeah. They're, each borough has a performing arts high school. Get out of here, LaGuardia. You're not hot shit. Yeah, Frank. it's all about Frank Sinatra High School. <laughs> and Oh, and one of the people that I went with, I went with three of my friends, and one of the people worked on, worked on the original production of Aida. What? He, and he was saying that he's seen many productions of Aida, and this was, like, up there with a lot of them. Oh, that's amazing. And also, I don't know that he had seen, I don't think he came to us, came with us to either of the other two. So he, they were both super impressed with the quality mm-hmm. of, and I was like, you know, this is a, this is a, it's a public high school. It's a public high school, you know? Yeah. There are a lot of problems in New York City public high schools, but there are also a lot of really great things in New York City public high schools. Well, hell yeah. I mean, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I wish I could have gone. Well, you'll just have to come see whatever they do next year. Fuck yes. I got really excited for literally no reason at the end of the show because I was like, oh my God, I I can't wait for the day they do catch me if you can. Oh my God, that's amazing. Like, why? (laughs) No indication of that fact that they were going to do that. I just, my brain immediately went to them doing it. And I was like, I can't wait to see, like, some 
seventeen year old play Carl Hanratty. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm gonna be great. For that too. Yeah. I can't wait for them to do nine to five. Oh, that'd be a good one too. Yeah. And the best thing about this is they're like it's a performing arts high school, so they do the like straight up grown up version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like last year in Rent when they did Contact. Yep. And it was real upsetting. <laughs> but I don't I mean, I don't know what else to say. It was just really good and I do really also if you're not in New York and you can't see that production, go support your local high school productions. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I was like I want to be that, like, old lady who comes to all the, the plays at the local school, you know? <laughs> that just is like, an achievable dream. Good job, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, like, my own seat that I always get to sit in. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Not too much news today. Slow news week. Yeah. Real slow news week. But one of the stories that came out is that China is leading the way (laughs) in um, stopping people from using their cell phones. They're using laser pointers. Man. That's like, I wonder if that is at all disturbing to anyone else. I can't decide if it's more or less or equally as disturbing as a flashlight. Yeah, I feel like equal. Right? Because, I mean, everybody's like, I was thinking, oh, should we do that? And I was like, we kind of already do. It's just not a red or green beam. Right. It's a flashlight. Yeah. Like, uh, I saw On Your Feet again on Saturday, and the guy, a guy two rows ahead of me was taking pictures. Ugh. And and the if I had been right in front of him, I would have asked him to, but I wasn't going to, you know, two rows ahead of me, whatever. But the usher was on it and came down and flashed her little flashlight on him, and he put his phone down, and that was that, thankfully. But, like, I don't know, I don't think that was more, less distracting than if they had a laser printer. Yeah. A know. laser printer. A laser <laughs> pointer. Yeah, I don't know. They should just get one of those... Get one of those things that, uh, you know, blocks all, you know, makes all your phones dead. Yeah, they could, like, have Wi-Fi in every seat. As soon as the curtain goes up or the lights go down, you know, you turn that little thing on. Yeah. And I, I guess, don't know what this thing is, but it just makes all, it makes it so you can't use your Right. Phone. Right. Does it, it exist or phones. are we inventing it? I don't know. I think they use their emotions <laughs> a lot of Something similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Ocean's Eleven, they did make that thing that blows out all the electricity, but like, I'm sure you can use the same technology. Yeah. Well, the the box offices would have to get telephones again, though. Yes. In case there's an emergency. Yes, you could call. My wife is in labor. Yeah, exactly. Get down to the hospital. Yeah. Because, like, that's what a lot of people are like, what if there's an emergency? Well, you know, emergencies used to happen also before people had cell phones. Yeah, people are fucking idiots. <laughs> that, that, like, makes me so, so angry that it's like, well, like, if you, 
if you have a specific thing, like you're going in, but like, you know, you know, there is something with immediacy that could happen. Yeah. Like that's one thing. Maybe you want to keep your phone on vibrate, Mm -hmm. but like just on the general, if you're just like emergencies happen. Yeah. You're like, wait, then that's a new thing. That's new. I will say also, aside from that guy taking pictures, like, the people sitting around me really did not have a grasp on the concept of whispering. Oh, that's rough. But no one was really singing along. Yeah, everybody seemed to really like it. Nobody was really singing along, which was good. Always, you know, not sure in a jukebox musical. Right, right. Oh, that show's so good. I want to see it again. Uh, yeah, it was forty dollars for the online lottery. I don't know what the odds are, but mm. my friend Meg won. That's awesome. I lost mm-hmm. two lotteries this week. I oh, what I, lotteries I, did you oh, try? I, oh, the other day, I think it was yesterday. I entered the Robert Bridegroom, and she loves me. Ah. Which is also funny because I also didn't realize I lost them until, like, the next day when I checked my email. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm glad I didn't win. Jeez. Yeah, no think. kidding. Hey. Gotta pay attention to that. <laughs> well, what else is on the agenda? Well, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was just announced. It's officially coming to Broadway. When? In 2017. Fall or spring? Spring. Uh, oh, wait, no. Sorry. It'll close in in 2017 what? in London. Oh. Hold on. Spring. Spring 17 on Broadway. Spring 2017 on Broadway. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they have a website, charlieonbroadway.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Sam Mendes, and Joshua Gass is the the choreographer, and Shaman and Whitman did the music. Oh, I didn't realize that it was a Shaman Whitman. I literally did not realize that until right now either. <laughs> well, that's right. crazy. That's, that's promising. Yeah, that's so interesting. I don't know. I guess I just, I thought it was... The same team as Matilda, uh, but I guess my mind just made me think that. Oh, I definitely didn't associate it with Matilda. Okay, that's fair. I think... You just made that um, up. Yeah, I totally (laughs) made that up. (laughs) That's really funny. You were just like, British kids! Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The Broadway production, that's weird, will be directed by Jack O'Brien. The London production was directed by Sam Mendes. Weird. So the production, the Broadway production has a different director and different choreographer. So it's like a totally different production than the London? I guess. I wonder if the, I mean, I'm assuming then that there'll be tweaks to the book yeah, and the score sure. and all of that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Douglas Hodge is Willy Wonka, or was, in London. Huh. So we'll see if he comes over. That's a good, that's a good Willy Wonka, I think. Who, who is he? I know that name. He was, yeah, he was in the Lacage 
um, revival. He was um, whatever her name is. He was, he was Nathan Lane. Right, Nathan Lane. <laughs> I don't Kelsey remember. Was right, Robin. Kelsey Grammer was Robin Williams. No way Kelsey Grammer would be Nathan Lane. Who I want to see, like, you know, I want to see, like, okay, well, obviously, top of the list is Rob McClure. As Willy Wonka? Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. That would be so oh, good. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a better one. I have a better oh, one. I have oh, a better oh, one. I have oh, a better oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. Derek Baskin. <gasps> As Willy Wonka. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yes. I, I think he would be really, really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Make it happen, Emily. Or, or, okay, like, <laughs> I feel like, okay, there's two, two, like, Rob McClure was the first person I thought of. Mm-hmm. Derek Baskin was the second person that I thought of. Mm-hmm. And the third person I'm thinking of, who I feel like would have, would really be able to handle both the, like, the complexity of that character and the sinisterness of that character, mm-hmm. Daniel Breaker. Oh. I think he would be really fucking good. Yeah, he would be great. He would be really good. I just also, listened to Passing Strange today. He needs to be in all the things. Yes, please. Ugh, I fucking love Passing Strange so much. Is that <sighs> still on Netflix? Mm, I don't know. I should rewatch it. Yeah, if it's on Netflix, I want to watch it. Also, I should watch Shrek on Netflix. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Passing Strange is no longer on Netflix. Damn it! I know. That's okay. I own it on DVD. Oh. I didn't know that. We should have a viewing party. Yeah. At least I think I do. I bought it as a gift for, like, my brother, and then I, like, never gave it to him. (laughs) Why would you buy that for your brother? My little brother. Oh. I I thought that, I thought he would identify with it. Mm, That makes sense. You know. This was yeah. also, like, a few years ago. Sure, sure, sure. You know, I was like, you need to go explore your life and stop flunking out of college. <laughs> Yikes. Who else is, like, I get, it's mostly kids, so I don't even know who else I would cast in this show. Right, right. Grandpa? Well, obviously we could cast Jen Cody as an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Oh, oh, what about, um, what about Kirsten Wyatt? Definitely. Like Elf Oompa Loompa situation happening? Yes. Absolutely. That would be great. Yes. (laughs) Who could be Grandpa Bucket? John Cullum? Sure. James Earl Jones? You know who else I would want to see as an Oompa Loompa? Who? Andrew Keenan Bolger. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what other short actors can we think of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What if it's like all three Keenan Bulgers? <laughs> They're the uh, Oompa Loompas. 
<laughs> and playing the Oompa Loompas, the Keenan Mulders. All three of them. Oh my God, that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. That's just perfect casting. I love it. I, um, yeah, I, yeah. See you I don't in a know. year, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> see you in a year. Casting news Shoshana Bean. Oh my God. It's going to be in Funny Girl. I, I'm seeing it. I mean, that's like, I, I just like, I, 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 I received the information that Shoshana Bean yeah. was in Funny Girl and that yeah. it was within driving distance and all, I was like, great, I will see that. Thank you. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta work that out now though, because it's a short run. Right. Yeah. It's only, it's like summer stuff. It's, so like, it's only two like two weeks. weekends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's June yeah. 7th through June 19th. Yeah. I'm going to buy that ticket. I'm just going to buy that ticket. I'm going to buy that mm. ticket. I'm going to do that tonight, maybe. Okay. Don't forget the Tonys are on the 12th. The Tonys are on the 12th. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to a wedding the weekend before, and I had, like, a panic attack in the shower <laughs> the other day. I was just, like, thinking about it, and I was like, why are the Tonys? Because I think maybe it was last year. They were actually on a di- – they're usually on the second Sunday – and maybe last year they were on a different day or something. Hmm. They were at like the third Sunday or something. And in my brain, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, did they change the day of the 20 Tonys? Is it on the 5th? Am I going to have to, like, take a plane the morning after my friend's wedding to get back here in time for the Tony Awards? That would be hilarious. But it is the next weekend. June 12th. Yes, put it on your calendar. I'm so, listen, I'm so happy for for many things. I'm happy that, A, Shoshana Bean has found what seems like, I don't know her personally, like, creative fulfillment in her own music. Mm. And also that she has found her way back to the stage in a way that I hope is is fu- also fulfilling for her. I agree. I yes, I love her fucking solo music. I want to see her in shows also. So yes, right? You know what yes, I mean? Yes, and because she, yes. she was someone who I think, so, sort of in the way of, of um, Karen Olivo was like, I'm good at this, so I'm going to do it. But it wasn't necessarily the thing that she wanted to be doing, at least at that time. Mm. And then made that pop album, and that wasn't quite what she wanted it to be, whether she was happy with it or not. I'm not 100% sure, and has since found her own way of doing it. Yeah. And it's so good. And if you don't have or know the music that she's written post-Superstar, it's just... Her music is great. It's just so great. It's so good. I love... Her newest songs, like, it's just, it's, I like, when I listen to her music, I'm like, I wish I had as much discography of this as I do of Dolly Parton. Oh. You know, like, like, yeah. when you're like, I want to listen to Dolly. Dolly has put out upwards of 60 albums. You got hours and 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 hours Dolly to listen to. I was like thinking, oh, like Kelly Clarkson, who has like five albums. No, that's cute. Five albums, Kelly Clarkson. I mean, I know Dolly's career, but you can have 
I guess I didn't think I mean, like about how many albums she's put out. It's including like every al- that is like every album, every copy. Sure. That's including compilations and right. live albums and stuff. But yes, it is upwards of sixty. Get it, girl. Dolly Parton. I I I I'm not fucking around. I truly think that Dolly Parton is one of the most prolific writers of our time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like she's she's fucking incredible. She's so good. I still have the Code of Many Colors on my DVR. <gasps> I want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Dolly's going on a tour too. I'm gonna go oh. see her. Oh, when she hasn't been on a like I forget I don't know. Oh, somebody texted me and told me she was going on tour, and I just got really okay. excited and didn't research it anymore past that. <laughs> well, of course not, or you'd already have your ticket. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and yeah, like a rental it's car, like a hotel. The first room. time she's gone on like a big tour in a while because she's done like world tours in, or like European tours in it. She did a UK tour and she had that live in London album that came out a couple of years ago. But like there was a time, the last time she had a bunch of dates booked in the US, a bunch of them got canceled. Oh, Dolly. I know. I did see her at Wolf Trap a few years ago though. What is that? It's a venue down in Virginia. Oh. It's like a oh, whole thing. Yeah, I, I think if you're that. from Virginia and you hear Wolf Trap, you like know what it is. Right. And I remember I remember when you went to see Dolly. Yeah, I do remember great. that. It was great. I took myself to DC for the weekend just to see Dolly. That's very nice. It was a great weekend. Nice little trip for Emily. Well, you know, maybe you'll get have a trip to Massachusetts to see yeah. Shoshana Bean and Funny Girl. <laughs> LOL maybe. Well, I'm only saying that because it is such a short run. Not that I don't believe in you. Oh, God. I'm literally buying my ticket as soon as we're done recording this because I am so – I will I, – I, I have to see it. Mm. I mean, I, I just really want to. I want to see Shoshana Bean. I saw her in Wicked. Well, yeah, and also, like, I've never seen Funny Girl. I really want to see Funny Girl. Same. And I've seen the movie, like, yeah. but a very long time ago. I'm not as familiar right. with yeah, it as I should be. The, the right. I mean, the. You could call it a play. I. No, I hate calling musicals plays. It's not as bad as calling cast album soundtracks. Yeah, so that's all the news that we have this week. But we have some mailbag. Mailbag. Mailbag? (laughs) I don't know. I just called it that right now because we have a dream cast and we also have a question. (laughs) Mailbag, mailbag. So it's like the listener mailbag. (laughs) Exactly. We got a question from Jess who asked, how do you store your playbill and ticket stub collection and other theater memorabilia? Oh. Uh, Shoe boxes. boxes and bins. Yeah. One of one, one of the things Jess said was, uh, I don't really buy memorabilia anymore because I don't want to amass more stuff or have room to display them. Yes. And I Same. don't either. Same. Same. <laughs> but I buy I them have, anyway. I have a lot of memorabilia. Most of my memorabilia is, is displayed around my room. And then I mm-hmm. have my playbills are in a lot, a lot, a lot of shoe boxes. Yeah, I have like those, you know, plastic bins with the lids on them that I have my playbills in. Uh, My like sort of archive playbills this season i still have out yeah see i have my my playbills are in shoe boxes by year and then Mm -hmm. i also so i have like right now i have a 2016 box but i also have a current season box 
So like right. anything which is very helpful going basically that anything that needs we need a playbill for uh, the schmazies goes into current season. Right. And then like if I see a show again, it goes into 2016. And then at the end of mm-hmm. the Tony season and the end of the schmazy season, I put all of those into the 2016 box. That's a good system. It's a better system than I have, which really it was a fine system. But then I think at one point we needed a bunch of playbills for our video series and we took them from my my playbills and I like never put them back where they are supposed to be. So it's a bit of a mess right now. And I do need to take like a Saturday and reorganize do you have all of them so in I can get back order. Yes. I mean, I did much. with the exception of like the few that got messed up when we took them out. Well, I mean, here's here. Listen, I'm not against chronologically ordering your playbills. Mm-hmm. But I find it incredible that you chronologically order them, but they're only like in a box. Because I feel like that's so easy to mess up. Like you used to just have them on that shelf. Yes. And the fact Which that were, you had them they were chronologically, chronologically ordered. ordered. What? On that shelf, they were chronologically yeah, ordered. That's like crazy to me. Because what if you knock them over and then they're all messed up and then that's a lot of hard work down the drain. I don't know, then there's, you get to do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of time, so I haven't done it yet, but when I do it, I will enjoy it greatly. <laughs> uh, also because I, at some point, stopped scanning my, uh, my scanner, like, I had a real old scanner, so when I got a new computer... It wasn't compatible with my Mac, so I wasn't able to scan uh, from a certain point. So I need to go back and look at when my last scanned playbill was, start scanning those again, and also update my spreadsheet Yeah. on the Broadway shows that I've seen, which theaters I've been to. It's great. I really love it. But it is very time-consuming if you're not, if like, especially because I've, like, fallen behind. So it maybe it's a summer project, right? Yeah, I I, I need a. Oof, I haven't scanned playbills in well over a year. Yeah. Well, and where will you just put them in the cloud at this point? Because you're not on the Facebook, right. which is where. Well, yeah, I just had them. Um, I mean, I have like I was uploading them to Facebook when I first started scanning them, but I have them organized. I mean, they're on my old laptop now, right. but in a folder, they are organized within the folder by year and month. Mm. So. I like that idea. I wasn't doing that. I would put the year and the month in the name of the uh, file, but then that the way that it the way that computers sometimes organize things by alpha the alphabet and or numerically that kind of messes it up because it'll be like May 1st and then May 11th will be like right next to each other. Right. So that's how we organize things, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anyone wants to in just buy me enough playbill binders. Oh God. I would love to have all those playbill binders. I think I, need like a thousand dollars I was gonna enough. say 
I don't even know where I would put those though. Yeah, I know me. Like either. they take know. up so much know. more space than just my bin that I True. have under my bed. True. And think about it. Think about it. Think about like like take a stab. How many playbills do you think you have? Oh God. I mean, in my spreadsheet that I stopped doing, I have seen over oh, you know more than a hundred per. Uh, performances so not just productions because there's how many productions I've seen versus how many performances so uh, plus plus some novelty ones that I've bought that are like old or like for shows I haven't seen or whatever extra ones I mean probably 300 at the very least yeah that's a lot okay 300 playbills give or take that's my guess divided by 18 playbills per binder you need 16.6 <laughs> binders, so we'll round it up to a cool 18, sure, because you need a sure. little room to grow in. 18 yeah. binders times $40 per binder. Oh, God. You need $720. Plus shipping That's and handling. almost my month, a month of my rent. Yep. Just for me, of course. That's <laughs> only half the rent. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more than I pay in rent. <laughs> Not by much. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, those fucking Playbill binders are expensive. They're fucking $40. I mean, they're pretty much always on sale for like $36, but still. Yeah. $36 plus shipping and handling. I have two of them, and I fucking love them, but no more. They're too expensive. Mm. I I actually have two other binders that that I bought at like a, you know, office supply store that are, they're not perfectly the right size. But they get the job done. Mm. They're small. Like, they're really cute little small binders. Mm. I would get more of those. Those were cheaper. Those were only, like, fucking two or three dollars or something. When was Scandalous? Two seasons ago? Uh, Yes. No. That, because, or three? Hold on, I'm looking at the dates. Jeez. I don't remember. Because uh, in looking at this, 2012. Yeah, it was in the 12-13 season. 12-13, so 13-14-14-15-15-16. Yeah, Jesus. So that's the last, I had three seasons I have to update my spreadsheet. <laughs> Whoa, girl. You got a fun project. Yeah. And as of three seasons ago, I had seen 135 productions and 185 performances. Wow. Uh, so I gotta update that. Yeah. <laughs> Summer project, everybody. <laughs> the other listener mailbag we got was a Dreamcast. Ooh. This is a very interesting Dreamcast. It's from Thomas. Hey, Thomas. And Thomas sent us a Dreamcast for Steel Magnolias, the musical. Ooh. Okay, I am not super, super familiar with these characters, but okay, let's do it. Okay, well, let me pull up the movie. Julia Roberts has diabetes. Yes. And Dolly Parton is in it. Sally Field is in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, Uh, Shirley uh, MacLaine uh, is in it. Daryl Hannah? Daryl Hannah, correct? Oh, I can't believe I pulled that one out. Yeah, that's shocking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Olympia Dukakis. Yes. So Thomas has only cast these ladies. Okay, okay. Those are the only ones that matter. 
Truvy, who is Dolly Dolly Parton, right? Um, he cast Jennifer Laura Thompson. <gasps> Interesting. I love it. Right? Yes. So good. Yeah, I'm into that. So so good. As Anel, who is Daryl Hannah. So she was sort of like the young, she was new to the town. Right. Young hairdresser. Celia Keenan-Bolger. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm, I like it. As Weezer, who is Shirley MacLaine, she's like brass old lady. Jackie Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, perfect. <laughs> That's great. Clary, who's Olympia Dukakis, and she's sort of like Weezer's frenemy. Uh, Thomas has cast either Andrea Martin or Beth Level. Oh, oh! Can they play it together? <laughs> Split the character up, make them twin sisters, give make them share lines. I love it. That would be funny, actually. <laughs> That would be great. Especially because I feel like Beth is, maybe not, but I feel like she's a bit taller than Andrea Martin. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) Beth Levels probably has like a foot on Andrea Martin. (laughs) Yeah, right? But I haven't seen Andrea Martin in person. And everybody's always so much shorter than you think. I would guess that... I would guess that, like, Andrew Martin is probably, like, our height, like a 5'4". Mm. Beth Lovell is probably, like, a 5'9". Yeah, she's definitely taller than us. Yeah. That sounds right. As Malin, who is Sally Field and plays Julie Roberts' mother, Christine Ebersole, yes. or Carolee Carmelo. Oh, Carolee! I like both those ideas. I like both. They would play it very differently, but they're yes. both very good. Yeah. And as Shelby, who is Julie Roberts, <laughs> Betsy Wolf, oh. or Taylor Latterman. Interesting. I think both of those are very good. And again, they would play them differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if he cast like them versus a shell or versus a Malin because I feel like Betsy Wolf and Christine Eversall would be great. Yeah. And Carolee and Taylor would be great. Yeah, yeah. I could see Carolee and Betsy also. I, I was gonna say, not that you can't mix and match. For but some like, reason I can't see Taylor and Christine though. No. I think I think also Taylor's a little younger, Christine's a little older. That's true, that's true. Christine would also be really good as either Clary or Weezer. Yeah, I agree. Christina Bersal can, she can do any of them. <laughs> <laughs> she can play Shelby. Yes! <laughs> That's so great. I would love to see this show. Who, who would write the music? Ooh, so ooh. it's Louisiana, so it's going to be a little, like, southern, a little Creole. Can we just go ahead and let Dolly Parton write it? Oh, 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 absolutely we can. Dolly writes it. Obviously. What was I thinking? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, like, what if we got Dolly Parton to write the music and Marsha Norman to write the book? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's what I want. want. Uh Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Who's going to direct? Stroh. 
I think her style is too big for this. Mm. I was thinking, like, that's true. I was just thinking you could do a lot of, like, big Louisiana dance numbers, but you don't need to do them. I would want it to be, like, let me think, let me think, let me think. John Doyle. Fuck you. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I know. I also just was just like, let's be all ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just like, I think, I don't think it would, maybe just because of the production that I'm envisioning, I don't see it as like a big Broadway musical. Okay, that's fair. That's what I think of Stro for. Yeah, that Which makes sense. Why I veto? But How I dare you? Know. What kind of like? Because like I obviously loved all the music that Dolly wrote for Nine to Five, but Nine to Five is up like Broadway musical, right? So like I'm trying to think of like who stylistically could work with Dolly to make it a little more of like a smaller show, like a show that would go into like the booth. Oh, the booth. I would like it to be, you know, like that's the that's the type of musical that I think that I think Steel Magnolias would be like a type of musical that would play the booth or like or mm. like in my dreams the court or the Lyceum. Oh, yeah. What about who hasn't done a musical before? Pam McKinnon. <gasps> okay, yeah. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be okay, interesting? So who would she work with as a choreographer? Hmm. Hmm. Who who choreographed Big Fish? Uh, it was didn't Stro direct and choreograph? Oh, oh okay, never mind. Because I was like, I like the you know the dance yeah. styles, but I don't know, man. I don't also don't know as many choreographers as I think I do. Right, and I think the ones that we do. What about Stephen Hoggett? What has he done? He did once. It's more like movement, mm. but I think he could also do, you know, I don't, this sounds condescending. I don't mean like, I think he could also do like dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he also did the choreography for, for Rocky. Oh, I loved the Rocky choreography. Sold! Although, I do have to say, we've put together a pretty white fucking team. I know. Unfortunately. But you know, know what? It's true really... past land, so it's never going to happen. Well, and unfortunately, like, I don't, I certainly don't know that many um, female directors of color. Yeah. Well. The woman who directed Eclipse, whose name is escaping me, which is awful right now, but... Um, you know, they just, we just need to make opportunities for them. So then yeah. we know who they are and we can dreamcast. But keep down. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that too. Absolutely. Great. Book it. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Talk Everlasting. The cast moved into their theater. Oh, it's so exciting. Very exciting. Carolee Carmelo's decorating her dressing room. And actually, wait, this is really, really funny. Carolee tweeted a picture of her, like, dressing room. You can see, like, her name on the door, and she's moving stuff into it. And she said, moving in day, Tuck Musical. I got to work on this room, dot, dot, dot. I'll post the finished product soon. 
And then Will Swenson tweeted at her. So, like, in the picture, if you look at the picture, there's, like, some lamps on the table that are covered in bubble mm-hmm. wrap. And Will Swenson said, are those bongs? They're massive. Way to go, Carolee, smiley face. <laughs> and then Carolee said, yes, Will Swenson, an actor prepares. Don't judge my process. <laughs> You're like, Carolee, my process is the same. <laughs> Let's smoke together. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm looking at the soda right now. I think that there's a bra on the table. God bless her. <laughs> there is a bra on the table. <laughs> oh, Carolee. Never change. Congratulations, everyone. She's got some juice, a juice on the table, some towels. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's amazing. Some, like, lunch, probably. Yep, looks like there's a bag from a deli. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Great pick, Carolee. I hope her chair gets to be on Broadway in this show, too. Ooh, me too. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On March 18th at 6.21 p.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, Tech plus previews plus parenthood equals guilty. <laughs> like guilt and fatigue. Yeah, girl. That's funny. She's in tech. Audra. Tech. She's You a can't mom. expect to be a parent when you're in tech. <laughs> I can't be a parent. I'm in tech. Exactly. I can't get married. I'm in tech. Ugh. Ugh. Great. Oh, Audra's in tech. It's great. It's a great time on Broadway. Audra's in tech. She's not in tech anymore. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they started performances. Oh, yeah, tech plus, but this was after performance started. Oh, no, they did. Wait, yeah, it was. Well, maybe they were still teching things. Oh, I guess I see. Tech plus previews plus oh, oh. parenthood. God, we're idiots. Ugh. It's been a long wah, day. Wah. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, so not only was Audra in tech, now she's in previews on Broadway. Yeah, and so I know she- we haven't seen it yet, but we will see it, and it will be amazing. I really want to see it. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley, and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater! theater.